podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to the Coaching Youth Hoops Podcast. They're playing basketball. 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 Here's our hosts. Steve Collins, Steve Collins, and Bill Flitter. Bill Flitter. Hey, Coach! Welcome to another episode of Coaching Youth Hoops. I am your host today, Coach Bill Flitter. Uh, looking forward to another great episode today. I really like uh, this subject matter, which is really, it's talking about how to optimize and make our practices better. Uh, but before we get started, uh, today's podcast is brought to you by the basketballplaycreator.com. If you're looking for a easy way to create plays for your um, at your next practice, head on over there. Um, you can animate the plays, you can print them out, you can bring them with you. You can create playbooks that you can share uh, with your uh, team. All right. Great little tool and 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 affordable. All right. We're going to talk today about the the, the uh, how you end practices matters. And it actually has a bigger impact on how your players perceive how the entire practice went. So, for example, if you're doing a let's say a 90 minute practice and it was um, the 85 or 80 minutes of it was amazing. You guys were having fun and the last 10 minutes eh, things weren't just click. They weren't clicking. Wasn't happening. Like you liked it. Players were getting frustrated. They will walk away when, so for example, somebody asked them, how was your practice today? They'll say it was lousy. Right. And again, I'm being a little bit generic here, but um, the last bit of, They'll remember how practice was by the last few minutes of practice. You had 80 minutes of a great practice, 10 minutes of a lousy practice, but it just happened to be at the end. That is how your players will perceive how the entire practice went. So it's called the peak end rule. And this is a cognitive bias that affects how people remember past experiences. And uh, in its it states this, that people judge an experience based on how they felt at its peak. So maybe somewhere in the middle, right? Or not necessarily middle, but, um, uh, but you know, something that was very thrilling in practice. And that might be different for everybody. Uh, and then at, at its end and how they felt at the, at the end, rather, as I said, than the entire cumulative moment that they experienced for that full 90 minute practice. So it, uh, it, you know, again, it's regardless if it was good or bad. And you could flip the switch. You could have 80 minutes of a bad practice and the last 10 minutes went really well. The kids enjoyed themselves and that's how they'll perceive practice. So how can we, what as coaches, how can we play to this peak end rule, right? Again, this is psychology type of, type of stuff. So um, how can we apply this to practice? And I think there's um, pretty simple ways we can we can apply this. Um, and again, it doesn't take too much effort. One is, you know, we have, well, first off, let's talk about the peak. The peak is harder to adjust, right? And again, the peak could be different for everyone um, on your team and their, 
you know, one person's peak um, is another person's valley, right? Um, but what I think we can control is the end. How how do we end practice? So a couple of things. Number one is play fun, skill-based game that, and let play, maybe let players choose what you do at the end. Of course, what do players always want to do? They want to scrimmage or they want to play knockout or whatever it is. Okay, well, end practice with a scrimmage, end practice with a fun game that uh, players, you know, that players are really going to enjoy uh, and mix that up a little bit. Then the other thing that's part of the um, is part of this is, is and I, I always do this, is we celebrate at the end of practice. Um, we have peer to peer celebrations. So uh, you've heard me talk about in this podcast about my red dot. Right. So what I have players do is I'll pick a player um, who will give out, who will recognize a peer and physically give them a red dot. And the their acknowledgement of that peer, right, is a gift. Right. We always, you know, the person feels good about receiving and giving that gift. And again, they go they leave on a high note. Right. but the just real quickly, the red dot. So the red dot brings our, uh, you know, our core beliefs to life through a physical red dot. And you'll see our uh, players, they'll have they'll accumulate these red dots on their water bottles. And it's kind of a sense of look at all the red dots I got. Right. Um, sense of pride for them. So. You know, come up with a way for your players to recognize one another and you as well. Hey, you know, Sally had a great, you had a great practice. Addison, you you know, you did this really well. Um, Rainey, I really, you know, really enjoyed the way you were helping your team out, teammates out today. Uh, but have some, and then have the, have the players recognize other players. And we usually do three. So three people and how it works is this. I'll pick a person, that person then, that person gives out the first red dot. The first red dot recipient gives out a second one, um, or yeah, gives out a second red dot, and the last person gives out one as well. So we give out three red dots, but whoever gets picked is the person who gives out the next red dot. So again, remember that if you want to, if you want kids to really enjoy practice, they will, and you want them to enjoy you as a coach, Consider the peak end rule. You know you can control how you end practice. End it in a fun way uh, and fun. Define fun. What, you know, what maybe, get, like I said, give players a choice of what they can do. Give them three types of things they can do and have them pick it. Um, you know, they always want to scrimmage, so maybe just end with a good scrimmage. And then huddle everybody up and do some peer-to-peer recognition. Okay. And see how your practices change and how the attitudes of the players change. Uh, and are they leaving on a high note? All right, coach. Uh, thank you again for listening. I hope that was that little tip was helpful. Again, keep the end in mind um, and, and do what you can to end practice on that high note. Have a great season. Thank you for doing what you do with the kids. Um, check us out at Coaching Youth Hoops. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Um, of course, go to coachingyouthhoops.com. It's our website. If you need practice plan, um, check out my Blitz uh, Attack offense as well. I've been using it. Uh, love it. Um, you can go to uh, 
youthmotionoffense.com to find that. All right, coach, till next time, have an amazing season. We'll catch you soon. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.